Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out, and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey, girl. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright, and I'm so excited that you have joined me for yet another episode. To wrap up the month of May, we are finishing off the topic of studying the Word of God by talking about how to apply Scripture, how to apply the Word of God. It's important for us to know what the Word of God is, how important it is, why we need to read it, how to read it, but if we don't apply it to our lives, none of it matters. We have to make sure that we are applying scripture. And that's what we will be discussing this episode. Before we get into it, let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for yet another time for us to learn, grow, and become exactly who you have always called us to be. Lord, I pray that The words that come out of my mouth are exactly what you want me to share. Nothing more, nothing less. I pray that ears are open and ready to receive. Hearts are tender and ready to receive what you have for us today so that we can just continue to grow, mature, and develop into an image bearer, into someone who is an ambassador of Christ, who represents you well. So Lord, I pray that you continue to help us on this journey. We love you, we praise you, and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So how to apply scripture. We talked about this a couple weeks ago when we talked about how to read the word of God. We talked about the SOAP method. The SOAP method is a way for you to really break down scripture as you're reading it and be able to fully get the full experience of what it should be as you read your Bible. The SOAP method is just one way of reading your Bible. It's not the standard. It's not a formula. It's not a rule per se, but it's just a resource. The SOAP method stands for scripture, observe, apply, and pray. So that means that you're taking time to read the scripture, you're observing what the passage is about, understanding its context, you apply the scripture to your life, and then pray at the end to make sure that you're really just spending time with the Lord as you're reading the word of God. So I want to focus on the A. The A in SOAP method stands for apply or application. And it's so important that we are actually applying the word of God to our lives. We can read the scripture from top to bottom, front to back. We can have it memorized. We can quote it in our sleep. But if we are not applying it, none of it matters. If you've been around the church for a while, you may have encountered people like this. Some of them may be listed as hypocrites in your head. They're the ones that can yell scripture at the top of their lungs. They know it front to back. They don't even need to open the Bible. They know exactly where every verse is, but they're still treating people mean. They're still not loving like Jesus. They're still not humble. They're still not serving. They're still not being the example of Christ. And you've seen that and you're like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you know the scripture, but not do it in your own life, not apply it to your own life? That's where the gap lies. The gap lies when we know, but we don't do. The verse that we're going to be focusing on today is James chapter 1, verse 22. James chapter 1, verse 22. It says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. 
that scripture is saying, don't just hear scripture. That means don't just hear it. Don't just read it. In the olden times, they, they learned scripture. They learned the word of God by other people telling them about it. It wasn't all written down yet, but word of mouth was spreading. So they were hearing the word of God. Very similar to how we hear the word of God in church. We hear the word of God through sermons, through Bible studies, through youth nights, whatever the case is. We hear about the word of God, or maybe we even take time to read it in our own lives. But this verse is specifically talking to the people who have heard of the word of God, who have read the word of God, but have not done anything else moving forward. This verse is directed to that gap. And it's in the word of God because... This is a problem that has been happening since the beginning of time where people have heard of what to do, but yet have not done it. When you fill in the gap, that's when we really take things to a new level because we can read all day. We can do all the checklists. We can, we can even take time to pray and understand what we're reading. But if we don't apply it, it's still null and void. Now, this is not saying that the word of God is null and void, but it's null and void in your life. It's essentially a waste of your time, a waste of your energy, because if you're not doing anything to make it a part of your daily life, if you read of how Jesus washed people's feet, but you're not willing to die to yourself and serve others and be humble, then there's a gap. And this is what this scripture is instructing us to do is to fill the gap by applying, by doing, by taking action. Going back to that scripture again, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Let's talk about that last part, deceiving your own selves. To deceive means to lie, to trick. So you are essentially tricking yourself. You're lying to yourself if you think that reading and just understanding the word of God is enough. Because here's the thing, this is how we deceive ourselves. We tell ourselves, well, good, I checked off my box for the day. I've read my Bible. I even prayed today. I am a great Christian. This is the best thing ever. Let me post about on Instagram so everyone else knows that I read my Bible today and that I prayed. And yes, I am good to go. Check. We are deceiving ourselves. When we're just reading the word of God, when we're even understanding the word of God, but we're not applying it, but we're not being doers of the word, we are lacking that relationship. We are lacking that communion and that connection with God. And this is how we deceive ourselves because we think we got it all going on. We think we're doing great. Life is popping. We're just living our best life, but we're still not in communion with the father. We're still not in communion with our creator. And that is still creating a gap in our lives. And wherever there's a gap, Satan will try to fill it with everything else. And what he will fill it with is pride because you will get so essentially big headed about the fact that you're reading, you're praying, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're popping, girl, you got it going on. And you begin to think so highly of yourself because you can quote scripture at the flip of a dime. You can read off passages like it's nothing. You know the Hebrew, you know the Greek, you got a commentary Bible, study Bible. These are great things. I want you to have all of these things. But what I want is not for the word just to be in your mind, but in your heart. I want it to be something that you are applying to your everyday life. So now you're not just reading of a woman pouring out her oil upon Jesus and kissing his feet and anointing his feet, but you are in worship doing the same as well. So you're not just reading of Jesus serving and being humble, but you will be humble. You will be a servant. So you're not just reading of miracles being performed in the Bible, but you will believe and have faith that miracles can be performed in your life as well. 
It's time to not just be hearers, but be doers of the word. And I want to take it a step further to also not just do things of the word, but to ultimately be in communion and relationship with God. You will find these scriptures in the word of God of how much God wants to be in relationship with us. It's simple as starting with John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. He gave his son because of love, because of the desire to be in communion with God. So let's not just quote and memorize scripture, but let's really make sure that we have a true transformation in our heart. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformed means to be changing and renewing. If you notice the keyword renewing, that means that it is a daily action. It is a present tense thing that is happening. This should not just be a one-time occurrence and you're like, yep, I renewed myself the end, but you are constantly being renewed by God so that we can continually change and mold and be shaped into who God wants us to be. As we read the word of God and apply it, that is when the transformation comes. And so going back to what I said earlier, we may know people in church. We may know people even in our families that can quote scripture front to back, left to right, but they're still not living out that scripture. It's because they haven't had that transformation in their heart. It's because they have that gap and have not applied the scripture. At this point, the scripture is just words to them. It's just words on a page that have become words in their brain, but not actions in their heart i'm gonna say that mm, i'm gonna say that again if you're not applying scripture it's just words in your brain instead of actions in your heart it's time for us to apply it's time for us to walk in application and in order for that to happen we must put forth effort and action towards what we are reading and understanding Another way to think about this, I always love giving examples so that you really can just understand what is being explained. Can We will often say that the word of God is love letters written out to us. It's instructions, it's love letters, it's commandments. So imagine that you are in a relationship, long distance relationship, and it's like the olden times. So the only form of communication is letters. So it's let's set the scene. It's 1920. You're here in America, your husband or boyfriend is overseas in a random war and he's sending you letters and that's how you communicate. He's sending you letters, he's writing you letters. If he just writes you letters over and over, but you don't take time to write him back, he's going to eventually believe that either something has happened to you or you are not in a relationship with him. Just you simply reading the letters that he opens is not enough. You can easily say like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He writes me letters and yep, that's it. He writes me letters. But imagine him across the world. He's going to think, uh, okay, we really don't know each other because I keep writing to her. I keep pouring out my heart to her. I don't even know if she's reading them. She's not writing back. And after a while, he's going to stop writing you. Like I'm telling you right now, he's going to stop writing you. He's going to get real tired of putting that feather ink pen on this paper that you're never even writing back to. In order for that to be a relationship, in order for there to be a strong, healthy communication and relationship, there's effort required on your part, which means that you are taking time to write him back. So in a spiritual sense, God is not all the way across the world. He is closer than we think. But he's written it all out for us. He's written out all his love letters. He's written out all his commandments, all his instructions. He's poured out his heart through scripture. 
we have the decision to make if we're just going to open the book and read it, if we're just going to open the envelope, open the letter and read it, or if we're going to take time to put effort into the relationship and write him back. Writing him back looks like action. Writing him back looks like application. Writing him back means that we will be doers of the word and not just hearers only. We won't just read the letters. We won't just hear the letters, but we will take action as well. So let's talk a little bit about what application looks like, right? We've talked about it a couple times now. We've talked about it throughout the whole podcast of application, application. But what does that look like in your life? Now, that will look different for everyone because everyone has different scenarios. Everyone has different situations. And so that's when it's important for you to pray. As you're reading the word of God, take time to pray. Lord, how does this apply to me? How can I apply this to my life? If we're reading of Jesus washing people's feet, you may not have to physically put a wash, a foot washing service together. But Lord, what does it look like for me to be humble like you were? How can I be a servant? Lord, what does it look like to love like you loved? How do I love this person like you love them? How do I show them love? How do I show them the grace that you showed me? Lord, your word says that I should be transformed and I should be renewing my mind. How do I do that? Where can I go? Where do I start? Pray. This is how we understand what it looks like to apply it to our lives. And then once you know, go and do it. We are ambassadors of Christ. We are image bearers. We are meant to be the example. We are meant to represent Christ. And we have to figure out what that looks like in our lives. So if there's a coworker that's talking behind our back, we need to love them like Christ. So it may look like not clapping back. It may look like not creating a huge fight in the middle of the cubicles at work. It may look like turning the other cheek, physically turning around and walking away or showing them kindness, even though they don't deserve it. It may look like paying for someone's meal, even though they just talked behind your back. It may look like loving people and showing up at their house and showering them with pray with love, even though you know that they have talked bad behind you, they have treated you wrongly. It may look like staying after church and putting up the chairs, picking up the trash, doing the jobs that no one wants to do, that no one may say thank you for, but knowing that God sees you and that you are being a humble, faithful servant. It's going to look different. But this is why we have to read, understand, apply, and pray. Lord, how do how do I do this? How do I become a doer of your word in this situation? Okay, what about in this situation? What about on my job? What about with my family? What about with my kids? What about my relationship? How do I apply your scripture to my life? Take time to pray. It's not enough to just read. It's not enough to just understand. We have to make sure that we are applying the word of God to our lives. We don't want to just read about what Jesus did, but we want to be like him. We don't want to just hear of the humility of Jesus, but we want to be humble like him. When we are doers of the word, we will not deceive ourselves into thinking that we have attained a certain position in God or that we are knowing God when we really just know of him. It's time to know him. It's time to be in relationship with him. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. I hope that you learned. I hope that you were blessed, encouraged, motivated, inspired. And I hope that you will share this with someone else. Share it with your mama, your cousin, your auntie, your sister. Any woman, any young girl that you know wants to know more about God or is needing to know more about God, this is an episode that you could share with them. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. 
You can follow us on Twitter at underscore CJPOP. And if you would like to donate to this ministry, you can donate via PayPal using the email address cgpopdonate at gmail.com. Our monthly Bible study will be this Saturday, May 29th, and there are two opportunities for you to join. It is a different time schedule this month, just for this month only. I'll be going live on Instagram at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, and I'll be going live on Facebook at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. So 3 p.m. on Instagram, 4 p.m. on Facebook, and both of those times are Central Standard Time Zone. Thanks so much for tuning in, and as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much, don't you ever forget that.